Hello. Well, today is Monday, August 17th. I've had quite the fucking weekend. After that podcast, I had a really, really low dip in, uh, I don't know what you call it, human faculty. But uh, I had a few people, uh, unexpected of all people, really, to reach out, make sure I was okay. Hit a really low point. Um, I wasn't going to drink that day or nothing, but then I got super fucking bored and I decided, okay, well, I'm going to fucking order some drinks last minute. So I ordered a fucking 12 case of... Uh, Bush tall girls and uh got really sad and i made this huge series of videos saying goodbye to everybody i was ready to fucking off myself but i woke up kind of embarrassed more or less but it's nice to know some people care i mean i know a lot of people care everyone's just doing their own thing the other thing i feel selfish about is i don't know the whole story but as a kid i was kind of acquaintances with nothing crazy but he's friends with a lot of people that i was friends with and I'm thinking he died, and I don't know the details of it, and I don't want to take anything away from him, but it made me feel selfish when I woke up in the morning and realized, like, there was actually somebody who did die. And every time I think about killing myself, there's always that selfish element that's telling me, like, you're a selfish piece of shit. You know, you're healthy, you got this going on, you got that going on, and you keep fucking your life up for no reason. And it's it's weird. It's like this weird guilt. It's like, things are going great. Why am I squandering it? When You know, I can't help the pain I'm in, but, you know, why can't I just look to the pain as a as a... You know, or that suffering. Why can't I just look to it as fuel, right, for the fire? Because um, I'm not going to always have my health. I'm not always going to have, you know, a, a good mother to support me, you know, emotionally and have my have my back, you know. Um, other than her, I don't really have anybody. I have some friends, right? Um, I have a lot of acquaintances. I mean, it's no one's fault that when I'm in a room full of people, I feel alone. It's no one's fault that I instinctively always put on a, a variation of my personality. It's, it's not my fault that I... Uh, pathologically blend in with everybody I, I encounter. Um, survival mechanism, I'm not sure. It started when I was young, as that old podcast as that podcast I had before explained. Um, you know, I just want to feel normal again, really. And even normal, I, I don't even... I'm very cross because I don't want to get a fucking job because I don't believe in the premise of a job right now. The fucking economy is willing to take a shit. And there's a lot of excuses that fit right into my, role, my, my, my uh, view of the world. But the economy is about to take a fucking shit. Um, you know, people are, like, the banks are printing money. We're basically working for printed money. And we're working to maintain the things that we've been indebted by. You know, our, and, and here's the thing is you can, you can put money on anything. You can give people money. You can disperse resources. You can set people up financially. The human condition is the condition that's going to fuck us. We need to fucking change our actions. We're inherently greedy. We're inherently insecure. We have a lot of flaws. And these flaws manifest themselves in our world every day. And I, fucking I have just as many, if not more, than the next guy. Um, the other thing that I find is that some people aren't aware of their own shit, which is fine. I am aware of my shit, and it makes me even more of a coward that I can't fucking... Not can't. That's a bad mindset. The rich mindset would say, how can I? So let's say how. You know, that I'm not... I need the courage to enact what I know to be better. Um, I think I fucked up my dopamine, my dopaminergic reward system from coke and drinking and whatever else and my uh, lackadaisical lifestyle. Um, you know, getting out of bed some days just fucking hurts. Uh, last night, actually, I noticed that I got some sort of like sore on my ear. I have like, I don't know if it's like an ear infection or what. And I've had like a weird kind of cough or tickle in my throat. Again, I always panic. Every time something comes up, I always assume I'm dying. It's that hypochondriac, right? It's 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 thinking, oh, I got, it's like it's a disease that tells you you have a disease. And I got that, <laughs> you know. And then there's the other disease that tells me I don't have a disease, right? I can't f help my pillars or my, 
you know, my uh, belief systems that have crumbled, right? And and I was watching some more Jordan Peterson because every time I'm in a shit mood, I decided to watch these fucking intellectuals because I really vibe with what they're saying. And, you know, it reoccurs to me all the time. He's always talking about it. He's like, you know, being a nihilist, you know, they believe life is just suffering and that life is meaningless. Every, nothing we do has any meaning. Therefore, why does it matter? And that's easy, right? Like, it's not easy. It sucks suffering and it sucks not having something and not being able to see what you actually have. It's not like a, it is a choice in many ways, but it doesn't feel like a choice. It, it's like help itself. I don't know what you call it. It's induced helplessness, right? Self-imposed helplessness. And uh, it's sickening, really. But here's the thing. is like you suffer for no reason, but you don't have any responsibility. Or everything you do matters, and you take on some form of a heavy burden, and you carry it, right? Whether that's the past mistakes you've made and you're correcting them, whether that's taking care of somebody, whether that's you know doing something you don't want to do for a period of time so that you can come out on the other side of it as an accomplishment and you can give back to your community and build people up. I do know it's in me to help people innately. Um, I also notice this one thing that's starting to happen. Every time I fucking am in a bad mood, I start looking for victims. <laughs> I also find that, uh, I don't know why most people rebound, but I find when I'm feeling fucking weird, when I spin to like an up mood or when I'm intoxicated, I start flirting with girls that are no good for me and they're always the same types. You know what I mean? They're always, like, fucking morbidly confused. They're predisposed to bad relationships. They're underappreciated. They fucking do a lot of alcohol and or drugs. They usually use people. They're in between places. They're in a position where they really have nothing to offer me. And not that women should be offering me anything, but it, it's almost victimizing the way I, I, I pursue them because they have nothing to offer me. So, like, I'm always going to be above them in some regards. The other thing is that by reaching out to them and flirting with them, potentially creeping them out, um, I'm always setting myself up to be rejected and be upset by that rejection and therefore it confirms my worldview, right? So it's fucking weird to me. Um, <clears throat> I don't really want a girl. You know, I, I want a relationship one day, but I know damn well if I have kids or a relationship, they deserve the best version of who I can be. You know, if I was to say my current situation right now, uh, fucking regularly mood swinging, about to lose my vehicle at the end of the month, which is fine. <coughs> uh, you know, I'm going to have to fucking get a job. Um, I'm going to have to work through this fucking COVID. And I've considered just a life of crime, to be honest with you. But I'm going to have to work through this fucking COVID just to get things going again. I have a massive amount of debt. And uh, I think this like speaks for everybody, right? I have a massive amount of debt that i got to pay off. But it's like, well, why do i got to pay off? Pay it off. Like, my, my payments every month to pay off this debt, like... It's, it's a third of what I need to live. It's fucking hilarious because, like, it's my fault. I'm not blaming nobody for this, but I'm going to be paying into a system that requires me to pay my debt. I, like, I'm, I'm paying into the, the same system that we all pay into that's, you know, when, even when we were young. It, it's so, we're so indoctrinated. You know, go to school, get good grades, go to post-secondary, get a job, work, pay off debt. You know, buy a house, buy a car, buy this, buy that, materialism. Like, it makes sense, right? It's what we're all used to. It's how we all justify ourselves. And don't get me wrong, it feels great to buy stuff. Um, it's actually funny, like, I'll spend a thousand bucks on cocaine and then, you know, something as simple as a fucking $70 lawnmower, secondhand, I won't buy it. <laughs> you know, it's all priorities. I was watching this one guy who was being interviewed by Pat Bet David, and uh, he, he was, a, I guess, a dopamine expert. And he was basically saying that, like, drug addicts, 
and people like that are impulsive he said the brain prioritizes things and so like even for somebody who has nothing and is fucking on the streets you know fucking going from one fix to the next they don't perceive what they're doing necessarily even though they know it's wrong to them that drug is more of a priority than their very health their very shelter like the basic needs and it's fucking weird how when we hijack our our natural evolutionary reward system that we put ourselves in a position where we go without like i was given every fucking opportunity you can imagine my mother sacrificed everything for me her health her financial well-being everything you can imagine and uh it was funny because i was in cadets uh, i quit that i was in martial arts i quit that off and on um you know i did two bouts of school i did school in two blocks because i didn't commit I, after the first year i didn't go for the second and then i waited a year and i went back for the second year you know i, I do have a fucking diploma i could transfer into university but i don't really believe in that university situation initially what i was going to do had i known it i was going to go into police foundations uh, they have this program where if you go into police foundations, you can end up getting into a criminology majors program at an Aurelia campus. It's a Lakehead version. It, it's a sister school to our Lakehead. It's Lakehead Aurelia. And I was going to do that. I was going to move out of town. I was going to move out of town this summer, but shit hit the fan. And I put myself in a position where I wasn't able to move. Mobility is key, man. And, you know, you don't think it, but your actions oftentimes stunt your growth, stunt your ability to move. CIA agents say it. Navy SEALs say it people in business economics movement is movement is growth movement is life movement is survival and they mean not every thing i mean it physically they mean it you know figuratively they mean it abstract like without movement like we were single cell organisms to start and through movement and vibration there was the need to not mutate but there was the need to grow so we split we split into two and then to multiplied from there right like it makes total sense to me that movement is key if you look at the way the ocean moves the weather everything is based on movement and uh not that i'm stagnating i'm actually going the other way right now um my, by stagnating i'm actually reverting and regressing back to something i shouldn't but anyways i did a lot of things growing up um i wish that i didn't spend so long trying to fit in i wish i didn't get fucking hammered all the time uh i, I wish honestly i wish i would have fought more i wish i would have stayed in martial arts i wish I wish I would have done a lot more of the shit that mattered when it mattered instead of fucking dreading it and waiting till it was over. Um, I'm in a bit of a better mood right now because I have fucking ephedrine and caffeine in my system. My house is a fucking mess. I got to clean that. Um, <clears throat> that's another thing too is like Peterson talks about this idea of, you know, a lot of times when you're depressed, you could be chemically imbalanced, which I totally think I am. I think I've been out running this for a long time. But a big contributing factor to the depression is oftentimes... Our brains regularly, our serotonin regularly allows us, you know, not, I wouldn't say the luxury, but it tells us where we are in, in the hierarchy of life, right? Like where we stand in, in a status. And like, if you think about the more things you do, right? So you have friends, you have a job, you have a have house, you have a car, you have things that like make you seem like a grown up, for example. The more things and responsibilities you have, the more things you have to perpetuate you at a higher status, the less things you have and the more you conduct yourself in a way of not having, right? The haves and have-nots, the lower you are in status. And I guess one of the symptoms of being low status or putting yourself in a position of low status and therefore it fucks everything up, your serotonin levels, your dopamine levels, everything. Um, you know, you're, you're more prone to neurosis, um, you know, fucking 
anxiety, depression, like all the things I'm feeling are probably just as much my environment because of the environment I've laid out for myself as much as a chemical imbalance. So it's like one feeds the other. Um, and then there's like these little cycles I get into. It's something so small, but even like what I'm doing right now, caffeine, right? I can't start my day without fucking caffeine. I'm literally so fucked up from my, like I fucked my dopamine up so much. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like starch bread fucking dry. So the caffeine and the ephedrine help me go a little bit. And then I start moving around and I start doing some shit. And for now, that's all I can do. I need to start moving on. I know once I clean my house that I'll feel better. And, uh, you know, uh, what else? I got to start saying no a lot more. I feel like I lead a lot of people on and I make promises that I don't really want to upkeep. Um, I do need help with a lot of things, but there's also a lot of things that I do to myself and I ask for help and I don't take it when it's offered to me. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do for a job. I don't really give a fuck. Honestly, without a vehicle, good. I can't really get anywhere, so I might just end up working in my neighborhood somewhere. I might do some online shit. We'll see. Maybe I'll get a fucking... Maybe I'll do some online sales. I don't fucking know. I don't want to make money. If anything, if I could, I'd just get. I'd just go bankrupt and then just off it because I, I really believe the economy is going to crash. And, and here's the thing, too, is like part of me just wants to wait it out because I feel like if... The entire nation falls on their loans. I don't have any assets. Luckily, I don't have kids. I don't have a car. I don't have a house. Like I, I rent, right? So it doesn't matter. I mean, other than the renting part, but I mean, I can I can probably make my rent every month if I had to. Like I could break a knee or two if I had to. Um, but even that, I don't really want to hurt people. But I'm not opposed to it. Like, uh, there's a lot of fucking weird things with me. I love people on one hand, on the other hand, like they're expendable, and I don't mean for that to be the thing. You know, sometimes I don't put people at priority I should. And then I expect to be put at a priority. Anyways, back to what I was saying. If the entire nation or 80% of the nation was unable or at least refused to pay back their debt, they would have to pivot and adjust. And I believe everybody would be out of debt. I don't know. Maybe that's crazy. I don't quite know how economics works. But if 80% of the population refuses to pay their debt down because they either can't or they just refuse, period, the government would have to adjust. And, uh, and I'm kind of waiting for that, but at the same time, I don't want to be the 20% that decides not to pay and pay, pays the price for it. Because if 20%, if it's only 20% that decides not to pay that shit, then they lose everything and the 80% get to continue being slaves, but at least they still have something. Um, you know, I, I have many gifts that I haven't really worked on a lot. I've been singing a lot. I've been doing a lot of things to keep me up. And I think the difference is that I've been doing a lot of things online. At first, it was for my, you know, my, my I was I was afraid of being a fucking meme. And at first, it was for my own self-esteem. And it was to prove to myself that, hey, I'm afraid of being judged and criticized. So I'm going to go overboard and do it. And I think it, I fell, not victim, I put myself in a position where I started chasing this, like, validation loop, checking my Instagram followers, which are very low in comparison to the people I follow, checking my Facebook likes, which is very low compared to what I want them to be, um... And that when you start doing that, you start catering your behavior away from what you're doing. And, and it's funny because like no point selling out before you have anything to sell. <laughs> um, so I think that validation cycle is not healthy for me. Or like the constant scrolling. It's the same thing as an addiction, man. Those little shots of dopamine because you always feel like you're going to find that next best thing. So I got to figure out a way to manage that. I was thinking that I'll just make content and I'll fucking post it maybe once a week or every time I have content. I'll just put it up. And then uh, maybe just do that and then just mostly ignore what's on what's on Facebook and Instagram and whatever else. You know, here's the thing is I want to delete all my accounts. 
but at the same time, there's a lot of things on there that I can't get back. I don't have a training partner anymore, so a lot of my footage and a lot of my growth is on the internet right now. And uh, my what do they call it? A CV. My CV is really online, and I was ballsy enough to put it up. And and here's the thing too: is like I'm gonna pay the price for a lot of the shit I've said online. You know, there's gonna be employers that aren't gonna take me. But at the end of the day, whether it be a, a woman I want, an employer, a fucking, you know, a mentor I want, you know, even a fan base, most people are going to reject me. But when I get to someone that accepts me, it's going to be real. And I want that. I'm tired of fucking pussyfooting and faking my way around things. I'm an intense fucking person. There's a reason for it. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of fucking probably mumble jumble bullshit online, but it makes me feel better. And uh, there's some truth in it, whether you want to hear it or not. I think about my life. I've always been an outlier. I've always been the guy to make an ass of myself. I'm a master of second impressions. I fucking am always the guy that in the end, people are like, you know what? You were right. You spoke your mind. And even when I'm not right, I always have validity in what I say or passion. And even when I hate people and get angry and all those bitter things that come to me, I always mean well. I just want to be accepted. There was a guy I never listened to when I was in Morrisburg. He was one of the other guys I hung out with. And he was saying to me, he was always nice to me. And I always was getting bitchy at him because he was always... He had these values like, you know, hardworking and, you know, you got to work, you got to provide for your family, like, you know, old school shit. And he was always saying Christianity was good because they're traditional values and I'm not a Christian or whatever. And he's also, he was like, I think he was half Italian, half um, like Middle Eastern something, right? He was super fucking nice guy. I was really struggling at first and he, he, he like kind of opened up to me and like let me be a friend with him. And we had some good times together while we were at Morrisburg and uh, what, what, like, um, on many occasions we argued and shit and near the end of it I was always criticizing him for some stupid reasons and he always just had these good values man and he let me vent and shit and like a lot of times he told me I was right when I think about it and maybe I was right and he thought I was articulate and I might have been but he was right too and there's a lot of things I just wouldn't hear of his side and it was it's ironic because it's sometimes the people that you don't you shun you shun their opinions and later on you come back to them and you're like fuck there was validity in that why didn't I just like you didn't have to accept that at least be open to the idea that you know, fuck, man, that person's a person. Their world frame works. I got something to learn from these people, you know. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that. It's me shitting. That's what I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, so... Oh, there it is again. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Well, don't say I'm not natural. I'm shitting out the mouth and the ass at the same time, son. It's a shit-talking motherfucker. <laughs> um, but one thing he said to me, I, like the, I think it was like one, one of the last days. It might have been the last week. I was always negative and he was always trying to bring me back up and I feel bad for making his experience potentially negative but I think he was a stronger person that than that he was I think 30 or 31 so he had a bit more life experience than I did and uh yeah and all, all these guys were southern Ontario guys so like it there is a difference from where I am from and where, where they're from I'm intense in a lot of ways that they're not and they're they have a different way of thinking than I do for sure I didn't fit in down there at all <laughs> Um, that was my own fault as well, though, because when everyone was making friends the first few weeks, trying to like, you know, kind of like what everyone does in high school, I chose to be a fucking loner and uh, antisocial because I figured if I made friends that like drug and drinking and all that would come back. And it did. It did without making friends. Um, yeah. So anyways, he told me something on like my last week. He said, hey, man, he's like, I know you're upset, blah, blah, blah. And I'm paraphrasing, but he's like. I understand you, dude. Like, you're a good guy, man. I can see you're a good guy. You know, you're struggling a bit. And he's like, I know you just want to be loved, man. You just want to be loved. We all just want to be accepted and loved. And it's so funny to hear a 30-year-old dude that's, you know, to look at him, he looks like one of those guys that, like, starts fights at a sport, at a sports event. Like, 
I don't know, just like Guido, and and he even talks with an accent, like like an, like an Italian accent. He's a nice fucking guy though, man. And uh, it's funny that I never, you know. And I don't know if anyone could get me in contact with that guy, buddy. Joseph Fadi, man, you're a fucking good guy. Hope you're doing well, and I hope you're uh, taking the trade seriously. You were very passionate about getting on equipment. And, uh, yeah, so that's that for now. I'm going to finish my shit because my stomach feels sick. That's what caffeine does. It makes it run out of you. I'm going to listen to this back, and I'll hit you back with some uh, shit later on, some wisdom. got to fucking do my mountain of dishes I got in the sink. Jordan Peterson says, clean your room before you clean the world. Well, no, okay. no, he doesn't say clean the world. You should start, yeah, clean your room. And I was like, no, i got to clean my fucking house. That's the first thing to fall apart when I get miserable. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, feel so much fucking better now. Took me two hours to do what I've been dreading doing fucking for two weeks. I don't know, something about controlling my environment. I love it. Right now in the background, we got Bruce Springsteen's uh, I'm going down, down, down. Yeah. Talk about synchronicity. This song's been on the radio the last three or four times I've been in a bad place. I fucking love it. I don't know why I never heard it before. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I was hanging out with my buddy, uh, Zeke today, and I'm kind of making him wait, and I don't mean to, I just got my inspiration at fucking weird times. I cleaned my dishes, cleaned my surfaces in the kitchen, I mopped and bleached the floor, I'm trying to get that fucking old house smell out of here, and B.O., and God knows what else I've been mustering up in here. Got all the windows open, got air conditioning on, trying to just ventilate the whole house. I just got a shower now, I did most of my laundry, I'm waiting for the last load, it's in the dryer, back in the house, uh... Did a little workout. I'm gonna try to do incremental. So say I did uh, three curl, uh, three uh, standard curls, three hammer curls. Sorry, sets. No, I'm losing my fucking mind. Adrenaline, endorphins. I did a little bit of uh, martial arts today, like a little bit of kata, my kata from my system, um, while I was doing shit in between dishes and whatnot. And then I did uh, nothing crazy, but 12 mountain climbers, 12 squats, 12 push-ups. And then I did 12 hammer curls, 12 standard curls. Tomorrow I'm going to try to up it by two and maybe add a dumbbell exercise to it. I want to go slow so I can build, so I can keep my mindset and the motivation. Tomorrow, this is kind of like a memo for me. Tomorrow i got to clean out my drawers and i got to organize my bedroom. As well as uh, sweep and vacuum and clean up the basement and get working on that little compartment downstairs that I might turn into a little office or something. Uh, fuck, the world's my oyster I guess. Not sure what my boy Zeke's doing, but I'm gonna find out. Uh, I just gotta go shower now. And, uh, fuck, I wish I could feel like this every day. I can, I guess, if I just do it right. Yeah. Alright, love ya. See you in a bit. Talk to you in a bit. Talk to you later. Yo, buddy. Y'all don't even know what time it is. So I took the shower, fucking washed my balls and my hair. I took care of the things that needed taken care. You don't understand it. I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere. Understand that I'm the nice guy before and after, during, before, impaired. Boom! I sniff a stiff line, rip fucking fat lines, fat bars. And when I spit, I'm thinking my lips are ripped off. And I'll be burning rickety bridges. How do you know they don't shit the bridges when I show up in town? Motherfucker, I'll put it down. Down for PA. Down, down for the down boy days. Down for the damn noise. Back of the fam noise. Motherfucker, don't even get on me when I deploy. I'm like a bomb. A menacing faith. Menacing race. Motherfucker, don't even understand when I come in your place. Yeah. Now, I'm having a good fucking day today. A little bit, bit of a long day. I was up in the afternoon. The afternoon. 
Maybe I'm manic, I don't know what I ain't gonna panic Maybe I'm clearing up, I don't know what it is But I feel good about it, everything Let's hope I don't take an episodic low Later when I go, flow with a sick of the riggedy Bridges of quickity, motherfucker Sipping liquor quicker than tricks, sick of a fixed mixture Quicker, quicker than pricks, slipping dicks in it While taking a sick pictures of quick dinner mm, Motherfucker Stevie, it's hungry man Motherfucker, hungry man I am and I, Oh, Jesus don't ban me, bitches. I don't even know what you're doing. I don't know what stitches. I don't even know what a constituent is. I'm just fucking riffing. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know what it is. On a fort, William Satatam. What the fuck? I don't even know. Holding it down for this new hood. But I don't really. I'm like a hermit crab. I never leave my shell, really. Understand, I've been going through a self-imposed hell and exile I clean my house, now I feel wild I'm a wild child, wild and out of freestyle Style of medley, boom, like I'm Bill Medley Going with Jennifer Warren's Time of my life, dirty dancing I want to swarm, I want a bitch that I can call baby But I never leave her in the corner I feed her a stiff boner You don't even understand when I go to the phone of Lona Oh, I see the stumbling motherfuckers on May Street Syndicate Never mind, motherfucker, I don't know what I'm saying I am blind, maybe I am, maybe I'm not Motherfucking aviators on my face any place I go, I'm obnoxious. Bio, a biohazard, socially, I'm a virus, iris, I don't got. I'm kidding. I haven't done coke in 10 days, I'm feeling it, feeling good. I don't need a good poker prod, and motherfucker, don't even know what I got. I don't need a Delata to calm down, I don't want to calm down. I want to wire, inspire, higher, aspire, then higher up. Motherfucker, I want to fire it out. I want to ignite the night like dogs in a fight, and a block and a bite. Oh, Molotov. Coming at you, several source of wildfire, reason after sparks, bitches. I don't even gotta make sense. Passing a bus line, a motherfucker trust fund. Mother oh, I don't even gotta gotta bruh to get to get to get. Ricky out of ensemble assembling a new mantra. The fact is, it's lacrosse genres. The fact is, back is whacked as motherfucker about. I just gotta cast off and give it a crack. That's just back. Jack off for giving me packed off. And to make like a craft and blast off. Cause I'm a lyrical hack, so them to be hacked off. And stash in the back of the banner shaft for the books and rats to snack off. Still freestyling going and down the road. Now I got a plop, a wobbly pop, you see. I'm a motherfucker, don't know you a thing, you see. I got my Aves on, motherfucking call be chasing me. I'm doing 60 and a 50, but I don't give a shit. Call it 50 cent, call it spinning Motherfucking annuity, fun of huh? continuity, but oh, can't even speak. I'm lisping, slizzering, a fit, visoring, visoring. I need to drink the scissor. Oh, but I burp, I got the cough medicine if I need it. It's a night quill and a motherfucker day tabs of a Benadryl, Benadryl, Benadryl. For the allergies, I make me Santa, 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 a bitch, if you hit it, she'll sit still. I'm getting fitter and winter still. Oh no, I'm getting wittier and fitter and sit still. My wit is getting fitter and ill still. Yeah. Serial killer with murder material I let in ride towards in your cereal I care for the pure thrill of the kid of the feel Motherfuckers know I ain't surreal I'm a motherfucking real game Real pack kids you don't even know it I was showing it every time You wanna step to me I don't know who the fuck is behind me But they can't blind me They can stop me They can't do a thing to draw me I'll never pull over for a sobriety field test I'd rather go to jail Believe that shit motherfucker The fallacy in their belief is that I would stop it especially Even if I'm sober Especially sober I would never give in. I would never give him anything. I would never let him talk to me that way. I would never let them go about it. I'm going right on the green, going over the East End Bridge over some gravel because the construction road's supposed to be better. Yeah, buddy. Talking to myself and I'm driving the mean streets. Don't even gotta understand what a mean beat is, but I'll show you any day of the week, bitch. Fuck you, faggot. Yeah. This the cross genre is a rookie out ensemble assembling the new mantra formerly oddity. No, it's still oddity. I'm on virus, Irish, ethnically. Oh, an ethnic cleansing. Oh, when I'm on a bender bending over the, for the fucking bitches and hoes and sluts and fucking bitches with rigor and vigor, figure with cigar. I can't even say the N word, but I'll say Iga because it rounds with chigga. Iga name, motherfucker, pig Latin bitches.
Oh, buddy, going hard, motherfucker, harder than hard sex with a raw sex with no rubber, no lube, in an ass, dry hucking it, bitch, nit. Biz niche. Fuck on me, faggot. I don't know what it sounds like, but I gotta know. So you're gonna explain to me what I gotta know. I wanna pull out of this wobbly pot before I drop a CD pop, pop the scop, nigga, to fuck y'all bitches. I'm turn the radio up. Oh, yeah.
buddy. Go fuck up my business, bitch. Get, get, get. Get. Paranoia's got me in a soil position of foil, efficient to coil, toil, toil, and foil your position. Motherfucker, pop the vision, the witnesses, and bitches, 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 just vicious lines coming at you. I don't even cut them up into powder. Motherfucker, I get louder when I do the shots with the nose and rip it up, make it bleed. Motherfucker, don't even need. Got no nose hairs left in my motherfucker. Ain't cavity, yeah. I fuck a bitch with no rubber. And then I deny it like she's. Deep in the night 
out of this. Oh, fuck that up. Tap out of this before I, uh, yeah. And I can see by the yellow or orange buzz, that was a little too loud for you. Yeah. Boy, it's fuck morning time. Sit. 7 a.m. in the fucking morning. Yeah. You know what's up, bruh? Yeah. Skeet, skeet. Yeah. I had a good fucking night. I drank a bit of brewskis, went to the bar skis, got some bro skis up in his bowl skis, bro skis. I go over my place, she fucking fell down the fucking stairs. <laughs> oh man, I watched myself on film. I got a big ass juke. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go sleep that shit off till I, uh, if I can go do what I gotta do today. Got that shit done yesterday. Yeah, man, I still got some crushing bitches to my chick. But uh, <clears throat> man, what a good night though so far. I thought I'd add more to that shit, but yeah, no, I uh, had some good conversations. Enjoy some good music at the bar. At what a house. What a house. This fucking one bitch, man. She fucking works at water. I was a fucking cunt, man. Tried to get my vehicle smoking. I told her not to smoke my vehicle. She was like the sixth of the passenger, too, so she didn't even have a seatbelt on. And then she had a fucking issue. And then I gave her a pack of cigarettes because I don't smoke. And then she had a fucking bitch about it. Oh, these DKs. Fucking cunt. Fuck that bitch, man. A cunt ass bitch. Um, yeah. Anyways, I had a fucking great night tonight. My God, it was a good time. Oh, yeah. Bitches be crazy though, but yeah, I was fucking just rocking out to some karaoke, and then it's a good one to use my washroom. I tried to tell her the washroom was right in front of me, and she fucking walked into my basement, and she went full commitment like there was a washroom there, like a flat surface. She fucking biffed down the stairs, and in the video you can hear like good dunk, good dunk, good dunk, and you just see me whip off the, my fucking pants around my ankles and just fucking go to town. Like I was so worried about her, I thought she for sure she broke her shit, man. It's fucked. It's fucking hilarious to me though, but yeah. I'm having to call the cops though because she got all fucking weird and bitchy at me afterwards. But yeah, I know I, uh, oh man, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Fuck, she biffed. Oh, yeah, 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 more than time, motherfucker. Oh yeah, buddy. Justify the motion Hiding Somewhere in the dark Yeah, boy Rock it high, high to get my feel Everybody wants to thrill
live in local newsrooms seven days a week. This is 99.9 The Bay News. Good morning, I'm Jeff Waterfield at 7 o'clock. It is 7 at the waterfront. Sun and cloud today getting up to around 25. We could see a delay for the multi-use indoor turf facility. After all, if one city councillor has his way, Mark Benz is asking his colleagues to agree not to go ahead with the project until we have a clearer picture of the city's finances. There's no reason why three members may not be convinced to reassess their positions. And like I say, I'll be proposing a shorter timeline that allows information to come in that we need to make this decision. The at-large councillor adds some of his colleagues feared that delaying the turf facility would mean an end to the project, but he disagrees. <laughs> to the federal political scene, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is expected to pick a new finance minister immediately. Bill Morneau says he is resigning as well as for MP for Toronto Centre. As we move to the next phase of our fight against the pandemic and pave the road towards economic recovery, we must recognize that this process will take many years. It's the right time for a new finance minister. Morneau was recently involved in the wheat charity scandal, but says this is about focusing on his future goals. A fire on McKellar Island has destroyed an old camper. Thunder Bay Fire and Rescue Platoon Chief Philip DeZuba explains the thick black smoke could be seen from quite a distance in the early evening yesterday, as it didn't take the fire too long to do its damage. All the plastics and everything else that they use to build these uh, trailers nowadays and so once it got going, we really could stop it until we got enough water, and unfortunately it's burnt the ground. The platoon chief adds two people using the camper are okay. A sigh of relief from the head of the Friends of Chippewa Park. Ian Angus tells us a provincial grant will enable eight people to work on a making improvements to the park in time for next year's 100th anniversary celebrations. Well, I've got eight people to do a lot of my work for uh, restoring the park and to planning events. The $58,000 will provide the equipment the group needs to get the jobs done while they either collect employment insurance or provincial funding. Labour unions are holding rallies across Ontario to protect workplace rights. There will be one in Thunder Bay next month concerned about workers not allowed to keep steady shifts or worrying about job elimination without notice. CFL is cancelling its season, noting it could not secure federal funding with no fans due to COVID-19. Toronto Raptors started their NBA playoffs with a 134-110 win over Brooklyn. NHL playoffs. Uh, Vancouver lost to the Blues 3-1. Bruins beat Carolina 4-3. Colorado all over the Coyotes 7-1. Tampa Bay beat Columbus 2-1. Toronto Blue Jays 1-7-2 over Baltimore in baseball. If you see news happening, call the Brini's Apple Autoglass Confidential Hotline at 767-NEWS. The weather's next. We asked real Ford owners across Canada what they thought of their new 2020 F-150. It's great for work. It's great for play. It's just beautiful on the road. Plenty of power. Thanks, Ford, for making a vehicle that I absolutely love. You said it. Now get it with Ford Employee Pricing. You pay what we pay. Get over 16000 in total price adjustments with optional features selected on a new 2020 F-150 Limited. Visit your local Ford store or Ford.ca. Real Ford owners have been compensated for their time. Thunder Bay weather, sun and cloud today up to 25. Tonight, bit of cloud down to 8. Tomorrow, rain, risk of afternoon thunderstorm and up to 22. Right now it's 7 at 99.9 The Bay. Don't blink. It's summer in the Bay. Take in every second and keep your radio on the soundtrack. This is 99.9 The Bay.
buddy. <laughs>